Hey, everybody. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about uh, the documentary about Hillsong. In the documentary, it talks about things um, regarding sexual assault, sexual abuse. So this is a trigger warning for everybody. Uh, This may not be the episode for you. Subscribe for next week. We'll be back. If you're listening in the car with small kids, this would be the the one to, to skip this week. All right. Much love. We'll see you guys next week. Possibly also the one a few weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Hillsong, a mega church exposed, and we're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians. But you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? It's good. (laughs) Did Did your brain have to catch up? To the speed of what I was saying, a little bit. I was trying to get get it in before the the little uh, funky music drop there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm, How's your heart? It's uh, it's doing, it's doing. Uh, you know what? I've had a really bad week. If I can just be completely frank I'm with sorry. you, I have been going nonstop for uh, several weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, uh, yesterday, I did a half marathon. Although we are in future time, so. Um, <laughs> So I'll say it this way. Hopefully I did it. I did a a, a half marathon yesterday. There is a possibility that yesterday I did a full marathon. Just won't know. I I won't know um, until podcast time is weird. Podcast time is weird. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm exhausted. I've had some, uh, some challenges. I've had some emotional things that have gone on. Uh, Fortunately by my side, the entire time has been this lovely lady. There she goes. Oh. The wild card is here. Hey, hon. Yes. Whoa, I was expecting a word. Okay. Not like a word, like a prophetic word. <laughs> Probably not. I could do that too, but no. Yeah. Word. word. Thank you very much. So we watched uh, Hillsong, a mega church exposed. Yes, Ladies, did. what did you guys think of this uh, documentary? Documentary? Documentary. I got a lot of things to say, but I'm gonna let y'all go first. Okay, well, it's on uh, Discovery Plus is uh, is what this was on. Uh, hey, little shout out for Discovery Plus. Listen, they're not a sponsor. I gotta pay to watch this stuff, but um, great platform. I really enjoy Love it. Love it. Do you know why? Because um, the Magnolia Network, yes, is so beautifully shot. And has a same tone across all shows that it is perfect for a Sunday afternoon nap. Listen, mm. go love Jesus on a Sunday. And then when this show is over, because you've obviously subscribed, because you know we're still on probation, and, and you're waiting for Seth to miss another edit. Um, <laughs> uh, once, once you're done listening to the show, turn on Magnolia Network and take a nap. Until it's time for prayer meeting, and then or go not. ahead and sleep through that anyway, <laughs> <laughs> or not take a nap, and then you think that you can like build like the most beautiful whatever. Yeah, there's lots of people on that sh- on that show that uh, are on that channel that build five thousand uh, dollar chicken coops so they can save two dollars a dozen eggs. Yeah, it mm-hmm. happens. It happens. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so um, I. This has been on our radar for quite a while that this was going to happen, yeah. that this was coming on. And so we've been waiting to watch it. And uh, and it finally came out. This was several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And there was just other stuff that happened. Oscars. Yeah. And Grammys. And, and so uh, here we are. Um, yeah. Andrea, what would you think? Well, first of all, like you said, this has been on our radar. And then all of this stuff started happening. Yeah. Which you know that the producers of this documentary were like, yes! Or, no! Well, yeah. We could have gotten one more episode. They absolutely could All have. we needed is two more people with opinions that we want to hear from. That's it. Oh, my gosh. 
They so overall, uh, I will say that some of the information was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I have issues with mega churches. I am not a huge fan. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a mega fan. Um, <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> it's got, It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, um, as I was saying, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a big fan of mega churches and this kind of drove that point home for me, yeah. but I will say that they were reaching a little bit on yes. a lot of their points. Yes. Very much so. Jules. Where do I start? <laughs> Anywhere you want to, baby. <laughs> I'm just... If you've been around church culture, first of all, yeah, none of this is surprising. The way that they're trying to portray some of this stuff, it's just stuff that's been going on in the church for years in a certain way. And... I don't know. Like you can make anything sound sinister if you put the right music and the right lighting That's to it. That's right. Because there's a lot of things that are going on. Like they're talking about over emotionalism or, you know, spiritual manipulation and the way they kind of woo people. Well, yeah, you can say that about anything. Yeah. I mean, every every organization needs money to survive. That's that that is what it is. Okay. Every church needs money. Okay, it, it, to operate. Yes, that to people got to feed their families. Okay, this is the way that it works. The way that churches receive money is by donations. Most churches do not sell a product. Hillsong is an exception. Mm-hmm. They do have a tangible product that they can sell, and that is the music. Okay. Um, it does give a good history of Hillsong. Yes. That's kind of where the facts stop. And that was my problem, is that um, most of the three hours of this docuseries is just people having opinions, just people sitting on a couch having an opinion about mm-hmm. a church. Mm-hmm. And so much of it is just like, I am so sorry that this church or another church hurt you but that doesn't mean that everything that they've done is wrong. Right. Some things that I, that I learned, I learned a little bit about the foundation of the church, how Brian Houston started the church. Um, I learned that he came over to the States and kind of saw some of the televangelists and was like, hmm, maybe we could do that. Um, and there was a big push for that. And then when Darling Check came around, we're not going to talk bad about Darling Check. We they did not. They did not. They they did not talk bad about. They did Darling not. Check. I was waiting. I was all tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you knew. Yeah, and you, you were wearing. You, yeah, you were wearing your long jacket. You were wearing your duster. <laughs> Man, I wish that still fit. <laughs> <sighs> I was just talking to somebody about that a couple of weeks ago because he was talking about how uh, these days people emulate and 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 try to become like Bethel and yeah. all of those people. And I said, you know, and he was, he was down on it, which is fine. I, yes. Be, be authentic, be who you are. Yeah. Um, but I said, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I had a darling check coat and I wore that when I needed a little bump yeah. in, in my attitude yeah. and my personality. When I was leading worship on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I wore that. Thing. Yeah. Now what is it? It's the big hat. Is it the big flat felt hat? Big felt. Oh. I look Flatbird. stupid in those, so I don't ever wear them. Uh, I don't think that that's like solely you. I think <laughs> I think that those hats are dumb. <laughs> Sorry. I will say that the first episode was my least favorite. Yeah, it was the one because they were they were trying to set up mm-hmm. the uh, just how terrible it was. Yeah. Um. Now, I think we can all objectively say that. There have been, especially in the last couple of years, there have been issues. Uh, Carl Lentz and that whole situation being one, he had an affair. He was clearly wrong. Yeah. And and what had happened. And there have been things that have come out since then. Yeah. Now, because of that, it felt like the producers and everyone they interviewed all of, and all of the people 
inter doing the interviewing were just trying to make it sound more sinister twist than was. Yeah. everything. Well, I mean, okay, let's just be honest. Um, what he did was he had an affair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He did not prey on the church. No. This was like no. this was somebody that he met out in a park. And even on the show, I thought that it was some and you had to correct me on the show that it wasn't somebody. I might have edited that out to make me so, myself sound smarter. There were some other things that um there were some other things that the show talked about. Um one was the girl who was sexually assaulted at uh, Hillsong mm-hmm. University and how it was the head of HR's son that did it, that did it yeah. and that it took just a long time for that to come out. Um, the Carl Lentz thing, and then also everything that's happened recently with Brian Houston's dad and the yeah. cover up that's happened from that. But we were uh, we were laying in bed watching this, and uh, and Julie and I are laying there, and I'm probably more um, familiar with all of this than than Julie is, and I'm sitting here watching this, and it's this video of you know church a church an old school church building and i go oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh that's her <laughs> julie goes oh like, i have a lot of blood on his hands you know let's put it that way that he needs to clean it's the and they got the girl that he had an affair with who looks exactly like brooke Ligertwood. yes from hillsong worship yes she walked up and i went oh <gasps> Yeah, so did I. Oh my gosh, it's Brooke. Yeah, they so got her I. on here. What is she going to say? No. She's going to have all this insider information. And, I, and then when she started talking, I went, oh, that's not her. That's oh, not the right accent. No, no, that's... that Looks that's, exactly, exactly I like mean, her. I mean her twin. Yeah. Yep. Her clone. But uh, but yeah, that's when he started talking. Um, I don't appreciate the cover art for the first episode. It's the cover art of Carl Lentz and Justin Bieber. It's the one where Carl Lentz is walking around and he's got his pants all the way down. Uh, well, Justin Bieber just pantsed him and he's pulled him up and didn't get him up all the way. Is that what's happened? That's, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But well, even still? It, even still. like there's. <laughs> I was kidding. That's not what happened. Okay. I was like, good, what's going on? I was like, well, sorry. Right now, yeah. Why are all my jokes falling what's wrong with you guys this is clearly a you problem not me i'm sorry i'm just staring at the ken doll shot that's what it looks like yeah when you can't get the ken doll's pants all the way up because it's it's hard to get the ken doll's pants all the way up i just don't need to see yeah no it's exactly that's that's exactly i'm sorry that's a clinical term i did bleep it out it's a clinical term i'll bleep it out (laughs) just to not make other people feel uncomfortable the the biggest thing though at the end was uh were uh, were those the three big scandals that they talked about was there anything Mm -hmm. else um i mean they they hit on their biggest thing that they talk about is that hillsong is run like a corporation yeah, yeah, they they you hint at that. They hint at that, and so I honestly thought there was going to be like two more episodes, like where they're going to talk about some sort of financial impropriety or something, and that didn't come up. Well, they touch on it a little bit. I, I mean, listen, I'll be honest. Sitting here, I listening to it, I did have some issues at the end of it. I did have some issues with Hillsong. Oh, for sure. Oh. Listen, there are issues with Hillsong. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Like what Carlin's did was wrong. What they did to try to cover up a bunch of different sexual assault mm-hmm. was wrong. What Carlin's did was a moral failure. It wasn't criminal. No, 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 it wasn't criminal. They were they were both two consenting adults. Yeah, you know, still you're you're held to a higher standard yes. at that. Listen, it takes a lot of money mm-hmm. to 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 do this. Yeah. One one of the. Uh, one of the people that they got were the pastors of the uh, Ukrainian Hillsong. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is whenever you they put on one of these productions, the church, the local church is responsible for bringing in, paying for the speakers and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we can't afford to do that. Like, th- that's just, that's not our people. That's, that's not who we yeah. are. Um, and so... You know, they want Hillsong to look like Hillsong everywhere, to feel yeah. like Hillsong. You should be able to go into a Hillsong anywhere and have it be the same thing. It's a corporation. That's the way that it's supposed to be. It's a marketable brand. It, it is that. That doesn't make it any less church. Sure. There's a lot of other ones that are very similar to 
that model. Well, I I guess I would say that it it does make it a little less church. You think so? I do. I think that their their purpose, and maybe I was influenced by. Uh, you know, and I'll be honest, I finished watching this just shortly before I came over to record and may- maybe I'm haven't had time to process it. But I do think uh, like one of my issues was the Hillsong College and they took a lot of their students and used them for free labor. And I have an issue with that. Oh, <sighs> OK, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Sorry. No, that's OK. Go ahead. Well, I listen. That's just the way that a lot of ministries work is that you pay to but come be a part the, of it. Make it right. I didn't say that that was part of church. That was part of university. It was part of Hillsong College. It's yes. all the same. I I I think that I yes. They yes. use them for free labor in the church. Yes. To clean the church. Just like Teen Mania, just like mm-hmm. YWAM, just like it's Mercy service. Ships, just like all these other mission organizations mm-hmm. that it, it's just Yes, but understand that it say, exists. I get to go to Hillsong University, right. so it's it's a right. Yeah. Now i I do agree. It's probably not great. It's not. It's not a great thing. But you are. You do know what you're getting into. I don't think that they really surprised a whole lot of people with that. Do churches take advantage of people and overuse volunteers? Sure. Yes. Anybody who's willing to be a part of it and they want to, they, they, they want to, absolutely. And part, part of growing up in the church is learning the, the maturity of saying no to the volunteer. Mm-hmm. And, and what, I, what I'm saying is, is that as someone who has literally been in the church my, my entire life, there will be a, somebody will get up and they'll make a plea for, we need help in this ministry. And me saying, that's not for me. That's not my ministry. Yeah. That's not. So some, sometimes it's, it's part of that. I agree. But I didn't know that in college. And I think that might be what you're saying. Is but that, th- these are not just people who are coming to the church and have the opportunity to say no, have the option of saying no. These are students at Hillsong College okay. who are told you have to do this. And there, there is a certain amount. And, and I have been a part of mission groups and mission organizations. And I've, I've seen uh, master's commission groups and all of these things firsthand. Um, and there is a certain level of expectation for uh, uh, labor and ministry and service and all of that. However, I think that they may have taken it to an extreme. And I, I, again, I know they're finding the people that have the biggest issues and that's who they're interviewing. And that's part of it. And that is part of it. And I, I do recognize that, but I have always had an issue personally. And this is long, I mean, long before any of this came out or that I even thought about Hillsong in this way with uh, churches are not corporations. They're not. And if they're they're not, you can, I'm sorry. They're <laughs> my my visual you're, looks you're gonna, me processing. You're going to destroy me here in a second. But I'm, I'm just saying they're not. And if you look at them that way, then that's going to be an issue. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because I I that's this is what this is what we do. This is and what, you you do you you come in and destroy my argument, and that's fine. I'm just saying my opinion is that it's not. It's not a corporation. I guess I'm not understanding the argument. Like, okay, church is a corporation. You're big C, little C here. Like, this church is a corporation. Is church grandiose, big C, a corporation? No. This church is a corporation. Does that make sense? Yes. Here, here is my overall thought process. When the focus of any ministry is not to seek first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. When the focus of any ministry is to seek first the kingdom of man, at that point it ceases being a church that's on mission for Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. The mission then becomes to build the kingdom of a person as opposed to building the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Because they talk and about- his righteousness. And if you only if you're building the kingdom of God and you're not you don't care about righteousness, then all these things aren't going to be added unto you. What you're building is you're building your own kingdom. However, 
even when you're building the kingdom of God, you still have to have a financial structure in place that is sound so that that can can continue to grow. I think what you're missing a part that she saw in this is also they placated to the celebrity. That's part of it. And, you know, they made set apart, you know, who was important, who drew people there. They knew that if they catered to x y and z that their followers would come and want to be at church where they're going and so it was i don't even know how to describe it's worse than seeker friendly because it's not about the message it was about the social construct of the whole yeah it was it was a style it was a trend you're you're exactly right um i do uh as well as i know andrea i think that i know that her biggest issue is that when a person who says that they are a shepherd takes advantage of the sheep for their own benefit. Yes. That, that, that is something that she does not stand for. Well, I I don't. So so, uh, with, with these young kids coming to try to be a part of a ministry and they are coming in with their eyes, not wide open because they're coming in and being told all of these great things Mm -hmm. that they're going to learn. And as it turns out, what they actually received were work orders, yeah. And it, if you want to be a part of it, this is what you have to do. Then, yes, that is something that is uh, too much. Yes, yeah. and I I understand. I don't think that a a church being a church versus a corporation means that you don't have uh, financial stability or that you don't have someone who is financially sound and and understands. Of absolutely, obviously, that's part of it. We're a part of a church that has recently been able to pay off debt. That is like all of those things are that is a part of being in a church. My issue is watching this documentary. And again, I know that it's one sided. Yes. Very much so. But it felt like they were their expansion was less about getting the name of Jesus out and more about getting the name of Hillsong out. Yes. And it was a, it was a for profit expansion that I had an issue with. They were acting as a for profit corporation and not as the church of Jesus Christ. I do not disagree with you even a little bit. And that's what I have an issue with. This is a, this is a, this is a, uh, a branding thing. But what I'm saying is just because a church knows how to brand itself does it not by itself make it less of a church? No, it, and it's not the branding I have an issue with. It is just because churches. Exp- I'm, 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 I'm just, I, I'm clarifying my position, no. not trying to overcome yours. Okay, is that uh, just because a church knows how to expand, wants to, want, has a apostolic mindset that wants to church plant churches, that wants that church to. Um, knows what it does well and is willing to brand itself to do that good thing in multiple places, that does not make it any less of a church. Okay. So so that that was what I was saying. That still takes a corporation. It still takes someone who at the head, it functions as king. And by that I mean like a kingly anointing, like a like a like a David or like a Solomon that actually knows how to build a kingdom. So there there that is needed to be able to make something like that happen. That person's vision needs to be kingdom of God build as opposed to kingdom of self build. And so I just want to be careful to just to say that just because a mega church exists doesn't make it less of a church. It it function in and of itself. It is not my cup of tea. It's definitely not your cup of tea. But, Jules, I mean, what what are your thoughts on on that? I don't know. I think it's it's a spectrum for me. Um, yeah. I think you know this may be on one side of the spectrum, but I've seen plenty of not so great churches do things like this, and some great churches try to do things like this too. I mean. Uh, I've been part There's of so church- many things that you're told when you're coming through like ministry. Mm-hmm. Like this is how you become in ministry. This is how you do this. I mean, I remember when we were in ministry and you got called in the middle of the night to come break tile in the, in the bathroom. That's not anything 
that you were like set up to do, but you have to be ready to serve whenever you're called to yeah. serve. And so there's this rhetoric that goes along with a lot of that along with giving. Yeah. Like, Hey, you want to further our cause. You you need to give, you need to participate and all this kind of stuff. So it's two sides of the same coin. If, if, you know, just yeah. depending on how you take that in. Yeah. I was literally going to say, inter- what's the interpretation of that? Yeah. I was literally going to say, I've been part of churches with less than a hundred people where they did the exact same thing to their people. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, I don't think that it has to do with um, the the size of the church. I think it has to do with the heart of the leader. It all comes down to motivation. Yes. For sure. And I will tell you, at the end of this documentary, I was not sure about the motivations. Oh, I'm pretty sure about the motivations, and I'm pretty sure they're not great. Um, I'm not a fan of Hillsong as an organization. Just, just, I mean, if this... If that's what this documentary wanted, it got it for me. You I know what I'm saying? Music. Now, now I'm okay still listening to the music because I don't know that it's necessarily, I mean, I don't know. If you don't agree with everything that Chick-fil-A does, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy their chicken. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and Hillsong Music, I obviously, Darling Check era, I was a big fan. Sure. I loved all that music. These days, I don't listen to much Hillsong. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's not my style. Yeah. What they what they play and what they do and all of that is just not my style and that's fine. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it. It's just not what I want to listen to. Yeah, the, my I, my biggest thing is that they've had tens of thousands of kids that have gone through the program. Um, I know I have some friends who went through the program, and um, their experience didn't sound anything like the the three people that they found mm-hmm. to interview for this to interview. For yeah, this. it was so, very biased the whole the whole tone of it was very biased let's get into the whole thing about brian houston and what it is that he is currently in trouble for because he this documentary happened but he's currently in trouble yes so the the last episode of the documentary talks about his uh his dad who who came over from new zealand to australia and planted a church that eventually became hillsong so the last episode of the documentary talks about um, Frank Houston, who is Brian Houston's dad. He was a minister, an Assemblies of God minister in New Zealand. He left New Zealand and came over to Australia and planted a church that eventually became Hillsong. Um, and in the 60s and 70s, between about 1965 through 1970, end of the 70s, 77, 78, um, He's been accused of molesting numerous young boys. Now, um, supposedly, allegedly, Brian Houston knew about this after the fact. I don't think that he knew about it at the necessarily at the time that it was happening. Um, but still found out about it soon enough that he should have brought it to uh, attention of of um law enforcement and he did not and they paid off the guy that eventually that came forward first so all of that and we talked about it a few months ago um brian houston was being taken before the royal commission to testify and um, he's being sued and i don't even know what all is is happening with him on that front and that's kind of where the documentary is ends and this was recorded in 2021 and then it was uh, kind of the middle of march that something came out that brian houston had had uh, at least two breaches of the code of conduct uh with two women over the last decade yeah um both of these uh were described as sleeping pills mixed with alcohol <laughs> That caused him to um, knock on a door that didn't belong to his wife. Yeah. But no. In a hotel room. In a, yeah, in a hotel room. So, um, yeah, there's just a, there's just a lot going on yeah. here. Yeah. He's, um, he, he has stepped down. Yes. Um, uh, initially, he was only going to take off, take a leave of absence through the end of this year yeah 2022 um he has 
now completely <laughs> resigned yeah and is no longer um no longer the pastor yeah. of Hillsong Global Senior Pastor which is what his title was. So this <clears throat> happened uh with his dad early on. Like yes. like way early on. And this comes out in episode 3 yeah. of mm-hmm. the three-part series. So if you can stick it out to watch it long enough, this is probably the root of what is yeah. Yeah. not okay with Hillsong yeah, and and it was it was understood that um, Brian Houston found out about it kind of after everything came out is what mm-hmm. he's trying to say, but there's also some pretty good evidence that he knew about it beforehand and just kind of covered it up and just didn't want it because and we have talked about this. We actually talked about this specific thing, like what do you do when it's your family? You know, like yeah. you know, it's what do we? Uh, John Orberg was that one that like his son John did Orberg, something. Yeah. And, Ronnie um, Zacharias, of course. Yeah. And so the Duggars. Correct. So um wow. There's a lot. Man, this is episode 126 or seven or something like that. And it's heavy. It's been a dark time for us. <laughs> it's rough. This is the darkest timeline. It's a rough. <laughs> Episode. Sorry, guys. So we um, don't make the news; we just report on it. Well, uh, how about this? In two thousand four, well after everything was known about Mister uh, Mister Houston uh, Senior, um, well, I don't know what was his name, Frank Houston. Frank. And, okay. and not only that, there is video evidence of Brian Houston interview or something where he said uh, this all came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and he said, "My we dad from preaching he was never allowed to preach again after that and to my knowledge he never did that was in 1999 that he made that statement all right so here's a audio from a sermon that he preached in 2004 five years later by the way that music is indicative your own folly can take you out of fellowship but nothing can separate you from the love of god and you and the little boy back there, two little boys, one bigger than the other. A couple of little kids up there, all in quite a number. Oh, look at that. You've got a young church here on your hands, uh, which is very wonderful. How old are you, son? Eight. I'm eight too, but it's 82. But what a fantastic young fellow he is. Curly hair, good looking. And it's not your fault you're good looking. So thank God you are. Yeah. Big, strong, healthy, happy. Um, it's disturbing. Quite. So um, he stepped down and, and he should. Listen, if it comes out that he knew about it and didn't disclose it, um, it's against the law in Australia to know about um, a sex crime and not report it. So Brian Houston is actually looking at up to five years of jail time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. Um, here, here's the thing about the overall documentary. It comes from a point of view. It knew what it wanted to say mm-hmm. and it built a large infrastructure to make sure that that narrative had no other options. Yeah. Most of this is opinion mm-hmm. from people sitting on couches talking about how they don't like bank of churches. Uh, Andrea was interviewed and they didn't use her footage uh, podcast. I wish you would. Like, that you're way too passionate about it. Yeah. They, that out. <laughs> they're like, uh, I just so podcast host dropping Sunday. We get mean, some more listeners. That's what I went for. Yeah. But anyway, um, there are some factual things and none of the factual things are, are, are necessarily great. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, let's talk about the timing of this a little bit. Sure. Um, obviously I, I don't think that uh break light pictures, who is the, the company that produced this documentary had any idea that this was going to be released at the same time that all of this was coming out about Brian Houston. Um, but beyond that, uh, it also messed up uh, Hillsong Worship was supposed to be uh, on tour 
with Casting Crowns and We the Kingdom. Um, they've dropped out of that um, so that they can focus on uh, their church home and their church community. Yeah. Uh, Taya, 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 Taya is how she said that. Taya, who is a worship leader at uh, Hillsong, is uh, she's the blonde that sings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oceans usually. Um, she is releasing her debut solo album in in May uh, next month. Not great timing Not for great her. Timing, I feel no. I feel really bad, really really bad for her. Um, so there there's just some some timing things, which I don't think that's unusual. I think that sometimes when you have something like this that's in the works and people know about it, they start talking, and when they start talking, um all of a sudden other things start getting uncovered, like the Brian Houston incident. And they're like, somebody's like, let's just go ahead and address it because it's going to come out anyway. And if we're on the front end, we have at least a chance for damage control. Um, If we're on the back end, we're just playing from a a defense position. So, you know, well, okay. So here, here's my takeaway because as I was watching this, my, my, I immediately went into defense mode of my church, Mm -hmm. right? Here's the thing, guys. Don't be in damage control mode. Like, first of all, no man is going to be perfect. There is going to be sin. Hold people accountable and move on. Like that, that's what you do. No man should be bigger than the mission. The mission Mm -hmm. is to grow the kingdom of Jesus Christ by reaching out and showing love to people in the world not by taking advantage, not by, uh, not by, not by branding properly, not by doing, like loving people into the kingdom. Um, it's not scaring the hell out of people. It's not. Yeah. It's not preaching fire and brimstone. And if you don't come to Jesus, then you're going to spend eternity in hell. That's not the mission. That's not what Jesus did. Watch, watch the chosen. It's kind of pretty obvious what he does, right? So grow the kingdom be on mission no man is bigger than the mission and so if the man gets in the way you have to move them out so that the yeah. mission can continue and that is painful for a church whenever there's a moral failure in the leadership of the church bad things happen if you are in leadership set boundaries in place to where these types of things don't happen like listen carl lentz should never have been even in that situation how yeah. are you Dude, how are you a married man with kids and you can even get away for an evening to go spend it with someone else? What is that? It's power. <laughs> it's power. It's power. Yeah. It's power. It's giving power. Um, and that's good. People abusing it. Yeah. It's just, I, and I kind of wish, you know, I don't know how this would work, but I kind of wish was this whole documentary was done from a Christian perspective and seeing Christians stand up to this kind of stuff. Cause I'm kind of tired of hearing these stories coming out about different denominations, different churches, no matter what there are, you know, mm-hmm. people are looking for something to be wrong with your organization, to be wrong with your pastor, to yeah. don't give them ammunition. Yeah. Um, and on the flip side of this, you know, there's plenty of great churches and there's plenty of great pastors and there's, you know, good, respectable, upstanding people who you know would never do things like this, but this in the mainstream paints a bad picture of, you know, Christian culture. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, do we recommend people watching this? Are you going to show it to your parents? Uh, I would, I would watch it with my parents. Um, you have to go into it and not the I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone that we were talking about um, churches that, and, and Christian leaders that have had moral failures and how it just sends people into a tailspin. Here's the thing, and this is going to get a little preachy and I, and I apologize, but we said it, no man should be bigger than the mission. The only person you should have your eyes on is the person of Jesus Christ and when when you are like that, when you have your eyes on that, then these people that that fail are not going to wreck your foundation That's because right. your foundation is on the cornerstone. It's on I'm preaching and getting cliche, and I'm sorry, but no, it, it's that's that's where it is. And 
also, let me say this, a moral fail, a failing does not discredit the truth that right. someone preaches. That's right. Right. Ravi Zacharias, he preached truth. He under he had an understanding of apologetics. Mm-hmm. And what he allegedly did, and I'm using that term on purpose, does not discredit the truth that he preached. Yeah. The Bible says that the that the word of the Lord does not return right. void. It does not come back empty. Yeah. And so um it makes him a hypocrite. Yes. But aren't we all? We we all are. And when you watch this, that's what you're going to say. And and just know that even though there this is one-sided, a lot of it is so subjective, not objective. A lot of it is opinion. There is truth, and there are bad yeah. things that have happened. Yes, bad things that have been covered up. It does not discredit the truth that Hillsong has has preached in the past. Does not discredit uh, some of the the power and the um, uh, impact that the Hillsong music has had right. over the the last few decades. It doesn't do that, and it shouldn't wreck your foundation. So go in, you watch it. I don't, I don't recommend that you don't watch it, but um, just go into it knowing you might have a visceral reaction like I did, but also it's not, this isn't going to destroy my faith. This has no impact on my faith in Jesus at all. So there you go. Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! All right, Babylon B, you ready? Hillsong launches a heavy metal side project, Hellsong. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, there is a... Um, Were they at the Grammys? No, Coldplay, it, Coldplay already won. It was, too, it was too boring to have somebody called Hellsong there. Uh, uh, we, need to, we need to review uh, the Jesus music. Yeah, that's uh, next movie. on our list, right? Okay, well, we'll do that next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's interviews with uh, Michael Sweet and Striper. It's pretty great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Have you watched it already? Yeah, it's oh, fantastic. It's it really good. All right, um, Hellsong for Hellsong. There you go. Okay, there you go. let's get out of here. Okay. Oh, um, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! What's your not for me? Okay, so my not for me is a very specific interview in this documentary. Okay. Where the person talking is, it's in the first episode, and they're talking about uh, Hillsong music, and that um, they know how to play specific chords, and that they know how to play on your emotions. So here's the thing, guys. I, not for me, are people who don't understand how music works. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Music plays on your emotions. Yeah, it does. That's music, kind of the point. That's the point. Music should, you should respond to music. And a power key change, there is nothing better than a perfectly <laughs> placed key change in a song that is already getting you a getting a response from you and then they go into that key change i am sorry that is from god himself he is the one who created music he created chords and he created key changes do not do wow. not discredit it and act like it's a bad thing I, i'm a little scared right now um, i just i just want to be like guys Please know how music works. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you know. That's how you know the Holy Ghost is moving is when there's key change. Um, That that's. uh, uh, Here here's the thing. Can can I can I say something? This this is as a this is as a worship leader. I have to be mindful that I do not use my gift just to stir up emotion. Of course. Okay, I, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to lay the groundwork here. That yes, I have to be very mindful that I don't play the the same core. Like there, there is a way. Listen, I can, I can read a room. I can play a room, right? I and and, and we can do that. 
If that's what you're doing, it's wrong. However, once again, just because there's a chord change and just because you get moved doesn't mean that it's wrong. That's gift. That's a gift from the Lord. It is. It's well, wonderful. There's also plenty of times when we've been in music and there's a key change or a chord change and yeah. it doesn't move nothing. And we're like, hey, how did you not get moved by that? Yeah. 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 I, I just have an issue with people who just seem to not understand how music. Yes. Yeah. Well, music, it's physiological. Yeah. Music it moves you. Yes, it moves you. It has an impact on you. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And of course, I, I mean, obviously, I don't mean use it in a in a manipulative way. And I don't think that that is the no, people that they that this person is talking about. They were I talking just, about people who use it manipulatively. I'm trying yeah. to make space for the fact that there are people who do yes. know how to play a crowd and they will not being with not being in the spirit at all. We'll play a crowd. Yeah. But yeah. even then, there is, because even what we call secular music can move you. Yeah. You can have a response yeah. to music. It's yeah. not, it's, you're not meant to just listen to music and not respond. Yeah. No, it's actually a physiological part of your brain. Yes. The yeah. two things that are most closely related to memory is your smell and music in your brain. Which anyway. is why you cannot hear a song for 40 years and then it plays on the radio. You, you know, know every, every word, word. Single <laughs> every word. single time. All I right. I haven't been alive for 40 years, so I haven't experienced that exactly. But Julie, what's your not for me? <laughs> wow. Shots fired, dude. <laughs> I had okay. to get it in there at yeah. least once. That's yeah. what she said. Um, I don't really have a good one except for what happened today, I guess, on social media. And you talk about social media, but I'm a part of a group of Jeepers. I, I, I got a Jeep and there's there's a group of Jeep people yeah. and there's several different Facebook groups. I didn't know it was like a whole culture thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like it's a whole thing. For sure. And um, it, And also what type of Jeep you have is a whole thing. And like they know all the acronyms and it's crazy all the stuff that you learn um, just by the model of Jeep that you have and um, people who argue about models of Jeeps. It, it sounds stupid, but yeah, like everyone's complaining that the new model I have looks like a station wagon or like a minivan. It's like, why are you on there just to complain and be a Karen about it? So they, about they, it. they probably drive Wranglers, don't they? Uh, well, if they yeah. drive a Wrangler, then they shouldn't be in the group because it's only for oh, it's only for, for that that Cherokee, yeah. Oh, okay. Why? <laughs> so, yeah, but, Wrangler people who drive Jeep Wranglers are some of the worst. Yeah. Well, do you know there's a whole thing called <laughs> uh huh? Yeah, I, I've just learned that. And apparently, you, you're not cool enough to get <laughs> if you're not a Wrangler, bro. I am editing that. <laughs> yeah. Stop saying it, girls. We're on probation. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, if you ever see a Jeep that's really cool and you are a Jeeper, you have to you have to own a Jeep to duck. You put a little <laughs> rubber ducky. That guy ducks. A little rubber ducky on the car of a Jeep that you like. And it's like it's supposed to be like a homage to people who have Jeeps together. Why why a duck? I don't know. Like little costumes, little rubber duckies you get at like Oriental Trading Company. I'm really worried about how Seth is going to edit that entire last oh, several <laughs> minutes. It's going to be real bad. Little rubber duckies. <laughs> not making not it even better. better. <laughs> Seth, what's your not for me? People who do not know interview etiquette. Oh, yes. I could go on forever about that one. Um, okay. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, if you get an opportunity in 2022 to have a in-person interview for a job that, you know, might be a good job, might change your life. You may love it. You never know. Um, be on time. Uh, don't talk about politics and don't use slurs. Just, just like, and I don't mean swears. I mean, like, don't use uh, prejudice slurs, even if, like, you're cool with it. Maybe you don't know other people. I had uh, multiple candidates for a really good job completely not get it because one of them talked about uh, politics um, in the interview, and one of them used, like, a like like a slur, like, like about another person. Non-PC. Non a non-PC non word, like... Correct. 
Yeah. And it's like, if, if I can't trust you in this interview, when you're supposed to be at your best. Right. What I are you going to be like? Yeah. yeah. I've had that. I've had that. Clients. Someone saying, hey, I was at a party last night and I'm still a little tipsy. I've had people in, in say that in an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just interview etiquette, you know, I mean, uh, show up on time, have a copy of your resume, um, you know, answer the questions and then uh, and then just see what happens. Maybe you maybe you get a job that that that's my not for me this week. It should be that maybe marathon I ran yesterday. We don't know. We don't know. We'll find out next week. Find out next week. That's the wrong button. That's a show. That one was rough. Yeah, that one that one was tough. Hey guys, thanks for sticking with us. Listen, if you're still here, wow, wowzer, wowzer. Thanks, thanks, um, thanks so much. Our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of the things that we talked about this week. Unless you disagreed with me. Um, just kidding. I'm. I'm kidding. not. Uh, listen, don't don't disagree with Andrea. She's in a mood. She's definitely in a mood. Um, yes, you can do that by reaching out to us on social social media. That's a little bit bad. <laughs> we may need to do this whole thing. No, we're not doing it over again. I'll bleep it out because we're on probation. But just everybody know. <laughs> It wasn't good. <laughs> we are at dropping Sunday on all the things, and uh, every time you leave us a comment, we oh, we just pray for forgiveness, and then we give money to people who are uh, yeah. This right now we're sending people to you. I'm, I'm I'm off base. I'm completely off base. Send people to um, youth camp. Youth camp. There you go. Uh, hey, listen subscribe because this kind of craziness happens all the time and you may want to get the uh, the the podcast before i make the edits and that's a that's a good thing too um is it for you <laughs> not, <laughs> not usually for me uh because we are going to be back next week until then this is seth this is andrea this is julie and this is dropping sunday i mean really andrea i know i'm sorry wow You want to go out there and tell them to quiet down? Is that our kids? No, it's our neighbors. They're out there. They're out there playing basketball or something. Um, you want to go yell at them? Say, hey, we're trying to record a podcast. I mean, I could hear them with my ears in. Keep my wife's name. name. Dude, how do I not have that as a drop? Oh, my goodness. We're recording. Do you want to you, give it give it one more shot? We'll get it clean. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Say, say the joke again. It'll be fine. No. Cause you're just you're you're just gonna mock me. I'm not. Why would I do that on the show? Why do you always do it? I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't look. Both of you are looking at me. What is up with that? All right. <laughs>